this NFL Week 16 Thursday Night Football Player Props edition of the NFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. Roster brought to you by Game Time. Game Time makes the perfect holiday gift. Sign up at gametime.co and you use promo code CFBX for $20 off. Again, that's gametime.co using promo code CFBX. And taking the shot to Brown downfield. He missed the catch and he gets it for the touchdown. The catch is made by Calvin Ridley. Wilson, as he throws. Welcome, everyone, to the PropCast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Wednesday, December the 20th, currently 2.30 on the East Coast, here to get into our Thursday night football player props between the New Orleans Saints visiting the Los Angeles Rams. And joining me here to help me break it all down, you guys know him as one of the hardest working men in the sports betting space, it's my main man, Crispy Cappin. Chris, what's going on, brother? How you doing? What's up, you know? I'm doing all right, man. It's uh, you know, it's a beautiful time of the year. We got all these sports again. We starting to get some uh we just got a, you know, like a brief ramp up in the NBA with the in-season tournament and I think that was uh, you know, very delightful to our uh sports betting uh, you know, taste buds. So, um NFL, you know, season coming to an end. We got a lot of meaningful football coming up and I'm excited to to get into it and talk about uh, you know, what I think should be another, you know, pretty good Thursday night football game. I'm I'm looking forward to this one. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we've got uh, playoff implications in this game between the Saints and the Rams. Rams, I mean, have came out of absolutely nowhere, and they've won some games here over the past six to uh, six to seven weeks here uh, in the NFL. And you look at it, obviously, they're not going to be able to catch the San Francisco 49ers uh, in that NFC West division. But right now, they do have a record sitting at seven and seven. Um, they are in that playoff picture in the NFC, and I'm trying to pull up the exact standings for them. So right now, the the Rams are in that seventh spot uh, for that wild card spot right now in the uh, NFC. So they've turned it around, and the Saints are also sitting at seven seven. But more importantly, for the Saints, uh, they are battling for that NFC South division where they are currently trying with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Buccaneers do hold the uh, tiebreaker at least for the division right now. So. Huge, huge game for both of these teams here for Thursday night football. So it should be a good one here on Thursday night. Um, I kind of want to get into the Rams here uh, briefly, Chris, with you. And you know, this team early on, at least I think their season win total was around six to six and a half. And I think that there were some concerns about this team that um, that they would take a step back. Um, you know, after winning the Super Bowl a couple seasons ago, they kind of went all in, traded a lot of their draft capital, uh, you know, to accumulate that Super Bowl roster. I mean, there was rumors of Sean McVay maybe retiring. Aaron Donald's name was in that conversation. You know, Matthew Stafford getting up there as well. But they've really re-ramped this uh, roster, especially on the offensive side of the football. Obviously, when you have Cooper Cup, Pokonakua, has been an absolute revelation in his rookie year for the Los Angeles Rams. I think I feel like Matthew Stafford is past the elbow issues that he was dealing with uh, at the beginning of the season and the offseason. 
Um, and then Kyron Williams coming back for the uh, running game as well, where they've really lacked in that department. Um, but he's been an absolute workhorse for them, and he's been racking up not only the attempts, but also the yardage. Uh, and kind of taking some of that pressure off of Matthew Stafford. But Matthew Stafford over the past couple of weeks, man, looks like Matthew Stafford of the Detroit Lions. He's looked really good. And it's translated to words for them right now in that uh, driver's seat for that seventh spot in the playoff picture here, Chris. But, um, you know, what have you kind of seen from this Rams team that's kind of, I guess, rejuvenated themselves and put themselves in the playoff picture? Yeah, I, th- I think a lot of it is what you just said. You know, if I think it's, uh, you know, Stafford, um, you know, getting getting a little more healthier. Like you said, at the beginning of the season, he was coming back uh, from the injury. And we, we've seen this time in and time out when players, uh, you know, miss the, um, you know, when they miss the preseason, or they miss those first couple games. Uh, it, t- it can take a while, right, that, yeah. to get that chemistry down pack. Um, you know, him and Cooper Cup have a great relationship, as, as the stats can kind of tell, you know, going back through the years. But, uh, you know, even Puka Nakoa, like, you know, having him back. And um, the other part is that running game, right? I know when we, at the, you know, first couple of weeks of the season, you know, we were we were targeting Stafford passing yards a lot. And I think yeah. a big part of that was because we we knew that they weren't going to run the ball. So now you get, you know, a little bit more of a, of a balanced attack. Uh, Williams has been great for this team running the ball. I'm pretty sure you're going to talk about him. If not, I know I will talk about him, uh, you know, throughout this, you know, throughout the episode and kind of shed a little more light on him. But, yeah, I mean, they, they – and, and it's always – this is why, you know, if I always say that sports in general is the the greatest uh, drama on, on on TV because the, the Rams look like they're absolutely going nowhere. I mean, three three losses in a row and – Four four losses in in five games start the season out really really bad and then they go they beat the Seahawks they 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 go to uh, uh, Arizona beat the Cardinals then you beat the Browns you barely lose to the Ravens and they probably would have won that game had they been able to convert some uh, you know some some uh, some touchdowns and not settle for field goals in that game because thirty one points is more than enough and you, of course you come home, you come home and you take care of uh, the shorthanded commanders. And and just like that, you know, we're talking about them, you know, potentially, you know, making a little noise and, and you know, doing something in the playoffs. So, you know, football in general, you know, it's just that, that you know, overreaction, I think, as we see from the fans uh, typically. But this this Rams team said, don't don't write me off yet, you know, and if you do, I won't write back. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, I think um, I think it's been a little bit of all that, you know, just a, a more balanced attack between running, uh, rushing the ball and, you um, Letting this defense get off the field, you know, when you when you can dominate time of possession, uh, you know your defense is going to play a little bit better. And you go through the games; they 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 haven't given up twenty points, but one uh, twenty points or more, but one time in the last six weeks. So, a lot of it, I think, from you know, is uh, you know, just everything kind of clicking right now, all together for this team. A lot of a lot of good synergy right now, and it's good because you don't want to you don't want to peak too hot, especially when you're talking about NFL. Yeah, I mean, I agree 100% everything that you just said there, right? And again, this team has championship pedigree, right? Obviously, when you have a great head coach and Sean McVay starts there, Matthew Stafford, uh, you know, in my eyes, definitely a future Hall of Famer for sure. Um, Cooper Cup, I mean, his resume speaks for himself. The dude is an absolute machine. And the, I think the having, uh, you know, we mentioned Pocono and his rookie year, Tyler Higby has been great for them as well. So, you know, I'm rooting for this team. I really do like Sean McVay. I like Matthew Stafford, I like Cooper Cup. You know, it's always, I uh, know, uh, fun to root for those guys. So hopefully, um, you know, they continue to, uh, playing well uh, for uh, the remainder of the season. We have about, what, f- uh, three games left uh, for each team, um, you know, as we wind down the season here. Um, Chris, before we do get into our player props here for the uh, f- uh, Thursday night football game between the Saints and the 
Los Angeles Rams. Let me tell everyone about Price Picks, man. Price Picks is the most fun I've had, winning up to 25 times my money this football season. Now I can play during basketball season as well. And it's pretty simple to play on Price Picks. So all you got to do is select two or more players, pick more or less on their projected stats, and place your entry. It's pretty much that simple. With the basketball season here, you can now pick combo projections across football and basketball from the Specials Leagues tab. And it's a league created specifically for combo projections that includes two or more players from different sports or leagues. So, for example, on Thursday Night Football, you want to get down on Matthew Stafford uh, to have more than one and a half passing touchdowns. And you want to get down on LeBron James to have more than on his points. projection that is going to be there for the thursday night game well you can do that along on uh prize picks and they have created that special league specifically for combo projections like i mentioned and you can also play along uh some of prize picks favorite players like rapper meek mill and comedian andrew schultz you can now find community plays under the promos tab of the app to view entries from some of the biggest names in the prize picks community every single week. Prize picks even offers a reboot policy so that your uh, your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. For example, for football and basketball games, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return the second, that player is rebooted. Prize picks is the only daily fantasy sports platform for, with with an injury insurance policy. So. All you got to do is go to pricepicks.com slash SGPN and use promo code SGPN for, for, for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, that's pricepicks.com slash SGPN using code SGPN. Stay tuned towards the end of the episode. Um, Chris and I will put together a price picks entry for the Thursday night football game. Price picks daily fantasy sports made easy. All right, Chris, let's get into our player props here for the Thursday night football game between the Saints and the Rams. I'll let you lead off, my man. What do you got? All right, so I think the last time I did a Thursday night football episode, you know, uh, was it was terrible. I got I got a reverse sweep, and it was the game where uh, where the Cowboys played the Seahawks, and I was targeting all those unders. I don't know if yeah. you remember that or not, but that was absolutely terrible. So uh, trying to get it back, uh, you know, because I, I I all the bets that I talk about are the ones that I place, and I, I lose them. So uh, trying to trying to get the people uh, a winner, uh, some winners today. So. Um, and this one, I don't think I want to tell. I, I, I don't want to say that I don't like understill, but I'm, I'm looking towards some overs. Let's just say like that. Uh, kind of hard to figure out how I want to play this guy, but I'm I'm looking at Stafford first and foremost. You know, his his passing touchdowns, tepid juice. I see it at minus one thirty for him to throw over one and a half, and I and I like that look a lot in this game. Um, for me, what, what we kind of talked about with this Rams team, you know, like them just kind of getting hot at the right time, uh, you know, in the season, uh, they, that's what they've been doing, you know, over the last four games, uh, straight, they have a total of 12, uh, touchdowns in those last four games. And Stafford's really been kind of slinging the ball left and right. Um, I know it's because, uh, I'm not only watching, but I got Cooper Cup on my fantasy team. Puka Nicole has been in there as well. Um, this, on the opposite side, you look at the saints, they have not, uh, really been a, a they've been a bend but don't break defense is one of the things that's kind of kept them in games throughout the season because they do give up yards but it's really really hard to score you know when you get down there towards the the, the red zone um jerry golf however and tyler begnoy uh did throw for two touchdowns versus this defense and i think it's pretty telling that you go back and look at the last couple weeks for uh the saints defense i mean they just had a game where they played against uh 
they played against Carolina. So you're not you're not you're not expecting them to you know to to, to Carolina to score a bunch of you know throw for a bunch of touchdowns. But also looking at the Saints, they also had a game where they played against uh, the Giants, and you see Devito only. I don't even think he threw for a touchdown last week. So I think it's pretty telling that you know the defense has been so sound and stout stout recently. But this this prop is juiced towards the over. So I'm going to take uh, Stafford at home, not having to travel at all, kind of getting, you know, getting his legs underneath from uh, feeling healthier than he's been throughout the season and having a bunch of offensive weapons. You know, I'm going to take him over one and a half uh, touch passing touchdowns here. Yeah, I have the same exact one here as, as what you mentioned, right? And just because everything that you just mentioned there that – you know, we talked about it with the Rams that they've they they're healthy, like their offensive guys are healthy. And um, Matthew Stafford over the last uh, four weeks here has gone over this projection of one and a half passing touchdowns in every single one of those games. Three out of the last four weeks, he's thrown for at least three touchdowns. Last week in the Commanders, he had two. Um, and like you mentioned it, right? Like the Saints haven't faced the greatest quarterback competition throughout the season, especially in their own division where you go up against guys like Desmond Ritter, uh, you go up against guys like uh, Bryce Young. Um, and then you have obviously, like you mentioned, Tommy DeVito last week that came into your town. So those are what four or five different games within your own division. Then Tommy DeVito and I, I haven't gone through the exact all their entire schedule, but Matthew Stafford's had a lot of success against the saints in his career as well. They played last season um, and he had two passing touchdowns in that game in New Orleans, but um, he's had one, two, three, six straight games head to head against the Saints, where he's thrown for at least two passing touchdowns. And I know this goes back to his days with the Detroit Lions, but um, again, I, I, uh, right now it's a buy button on Matthew Stafford. So I'm 100% agreeing with you about Matthew Stafford over one and a half passing touchdowns in this game. So glad we agree on that one. Um, all right, Chris, take us over to play problem number two, man. What do you got? So let's go opposite side of the field and the well, opposite side of the ball. Um, opposing team. Let's. I'm looking at Alvin Kamara in this spot. You know, I see his uh, his rushing. Well, not his rushing yards. His, actually, his receiving yards. I think this could be a, a spot where they're actually. Um, I think this line was at four. I saw it at four and a half when I woke up this morning. Um, so it could be a, a spot where um, you know the Rams are are playing from in front. And if that's the case, even if it's not the case, you know, I think Alvin Kamara gets a lot. We've talked about this throughout the show, throughout the season. He gets a lot of dump downs. He, he's one of the you know uh, favorite receivers for for Derek Carr in this offense. Uh, I'm just going through and looking at his receptions. Five last week against the Giants. Four the week before against Carolina. Um, I'm sorry, not his receptions. His targets. Eight against Detroit. Five against Atlanta. Seven against Minnesota. Five, five, fourteen, eight. I mean, this the the numbers just go on. You know, I know some wide receivers that are probably a little bit jealous of how many targets these guys are getting uh, because, because running backs don't see this many targets and uh, his, his, his rush, I'm sorry, his receiving prop is 29 and a half on the, on the move. So definitely shop around, you know, get the best number, but I see 29 and a half at minus 114, not juiced at all. Uh, this, I've looked at the, uh, you know, counter counterpoint. I wanted to look at the Rams defense, you know, and see how many receiving yards they've given up the running backs. They've actually been pretty good. They, they haven't yeah. really given up a bunch of, Receiving yards, but I do see, uh, you know, two of the last six weeks where they have given up, uh, you know, 30 plus uh, receiving yards to opposing running backs. So I, I think as long as the the receptions of them, you know, this one to me feels, um, you know, pretty good, especially the other thing I want to mention, the other part of the handicap is Chris Olave uh, was just upgraded to limited 
which, you know, to me only means more dynamic playmaking from a guy that you can get the ball to and, you know, know that he can get down the field and create at least a, you know, a play of 10, 15 yards. You go through and just look at his long receptions as well. He has uh, at least one reception of uh, 13 yards and in uh, pretty much every single game this season. But, um, you know, just to put a number to that, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine of the last 10 weeks, he has at least one reception uh, yeah. for at least 13 yards. So, uh, I think Alvin Kamara catches a few passes here, Minoff. He, he, we know he can catch the ball, not just, you know, he's not just targeted, but he can catch the ball and get down the field, um, especially with, you know, uh, that, that pass rush coming from St. Louis as well, uh, trying to get the ball out of Derek Carr's hands a little fast. Yeah, I think that for Alvin Kamara, I mean, I looked at the same numbers that the Rams have actually been pretty good against um, the running backs, at least, you know, um, through the air. But I think. Alvin Kamara is a different animal uh, when it comes to those type of stats, right? Because we know, and I think the number one thing that you mentioned, the handicap is just a pure number of targets that he gets for him to, whether it gets over his receptions or whether he gets over his receiving yards. And I think it's obviously correlated that, you know, if he's going to get the targets, he's going to go over this projection of the receiving yards and or the receptions here as well. So, um, yeah, I'm not going to argue against it. Alvin Kamara receptions, I uh, definitely can uh, get behind that for sure. Um, all right, for my next player, problem, I'm going to go over to the um, tight end position for the um, LA Rams. I'm looking at Tyler Higby over 23 and a half receiving yards. This one is on the move to about 24 and a half. And this one is pretty simple for me, uh, Chris, that the New Orleans Saints uh, on the season are allowing, um, let's see here, on the season they're allowing 55 receiving yards to that tight end position. But if you want to trim that down and look at more recent stats, so I, I trim this down to week 10 because I usually like getting that about four to five game sample. So since week 10, the Saints are allowing at the, the tight end position Eight receptions, which is the most in the entire National Football League. They're allowing close to 11 um, targets per game to that tight end position, which is the second most. And they're allowing uh, 87.6 receiving yards to that tight end position, which is the most since week 10 of the National Football League as well. You take a look over the last three weeks for uh, Tyler Higby. Um, he's had at least four targets in three straight weeks. He's had at least five targets in two of the last four weeks. And he's actually gone over this projection of uh, 23 and a half receiving yards in um, three straight weeks as well. He had 29 against the Cardinals, 35 against the Cleveland Browns, and then last week, 36 yards against the Washington Commanders. So I think that if there is some type of emphasis on the defensive side of the football for the Saints to slow down, you know, whether it's P Pokunakua or whether it is Cooper Cup. I think that Tyler Higby will be that guy that's going to benefit, um, you know, in getting those targets and touches and getting over this number of 23 and a half. And, you know, if you want to get a little bit spicy with it, if you want to ladder this up as well, I don't hate it. But I thought this number was really conservative when I did see Tyler Higby at 23 and a half here, Chris. So I'm taking Tyler Higby over 23 and a half receiving yards. Yeah, you know, this, uh, the reason why I like Tyler Higby, we always talk about tight ends and we talk about them being able to exploit the middle of the field. Um, we also talk about, you know, I, I talked about this a little bit earlier. I didn't really put a lot of numbers behind it, but when I'm looking at this, uh, you know, this, this Saints defense, like I said, they, 
They're, they're, uh, for people who don't, you know, necessarily watch them a lot, don't get it twisted. They, they're they're pretty good defense, but they give up yards. Like I said, this team is not, you know, um, you know, one of the teams is just, you know, locking you down and making you punt, punt the ball away every every possession. So I do think that he'll be able to exploit the middle of the field. Um, like you said, he's gone over, uh, you know, that, that trend is continuing to happen with, with him just being able to go over this. And um, I like him, you know, I like this, I like this number a lot for, uh, for, for Higby. I think, um, you know, Stafford has a lot of miles to feed, but he's doing a really good job, of, you know, taking care of all of his guys. It really is. Yeah, I agree. Um, all right. Before we get over to our next round of player props here, Chris, let me tell everyone about Hall of Fame bets. The win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame bets, a sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame bets revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg, as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark into over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. And we're also brought to you by Game Time. Look, at that time of year where there are tons of sports going on right now. College basketball, NBA, NFL, NHL, um, college football uh, bowl season is here as well. And playoffs are right around the corner for the NFL as well. And you probably want to get out to some of these games. And maybe you don't want to get out to a sporting event. Hey, maybe there's a comedy show that's in your area or there's a music concert that you want to get out to. Well, let Game Time help you out with that because – Buying tickets to these events, it shouldn't have to be stressful at all. And that's why game time is here. They're going to take away that stress of buying those tickets and they're going to make it easy for you. And they're going to make you get excited and get hyped for the fun that you're going to have at these events without having to stress about buying these tickets. So they have killer deals on last minute tickets and their best prices guarantee. And you can stop, like I mentioned, stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you're going to have. And some of the great things I love about their app is that, like I mentioned, they have great flash deals and last-minute tickets available. And it's easy to find tickets for every kind of event in your area. And the best part I love about it is that you actually get an image of your seat before you actually purchase those tickets so you won't have any surprises when you actually get to this event. And guess what? The game time guarantee, well, that means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and roll for less, Game time is going to credit you 110% of the difference. That's how confident they are in your in their prices. You can buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two set, two taps, and you're all set to go. And the tickets are sent directly to your phone. So you don't have to haggle through the mailbox waiting for them to come in or you think they're going to get lost or waiting, uh, you know, trying to find them in your email box. Nope, they're sent directly to the app. So game time also makes the perfect holiday gift. Download the game time app. Create an account, use promo code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem code CFBX for $20 off. Download game time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right, Chris, let's keep it going here, my man. Ryan, three of our player props here, my friend. What do you got? So we talked about him at the beginning. You know, if I can't shy away from this guy, and that, that's going to be the running back for St. Louis, Mr. Kareem Williams. He's uh Absolutely been cooking, you know. To me, it was difficult to to figure out how I wanted to play him. Not extremely difficult because maybe I just split it half unit on each. But 
I'm looking at his rushing yards, Minov. The number is 88 and a half. I think he goes over that number, even though the Saints have been uh, pretty good against the rush. And I'm also looking at um, at his at his just his rushing attempts. I think St. Louis has been uh, St. Louis. I think uh, the uh, Los Angeles Rams have been uh, you know just <clears throat> pretty consistent and, and a lot more well balanced. And that's what's actually led to to some of the success here. You know, if we we kind of talked about it when we hit on the Rams at the beginning of the show. I'm just looking back at you know, his rushing logs and, and granted watch this defense is absolutely terrible, but 27 carries for 152 yards in this spot uh, against Baltimore. This, this is the one that really shocked me. 25 carries, 114 yards. You, you typically don't get 114 yards running the ball against the Baltimore Ravens, specifically when you have to go into Baltimore and do it. Um, also had an 88 yard game against Cleveland. Another really, really stout rush defense that we've been talking about throughout the year. Absolutely lit Arizona up. Absolutely lit Arizona up twice, <clears throat> 143 and 158. Um, so I think, you know, d- just outside of the carries, outside of the yards, I'm also just looking at his averages. Uh, you know, he's been breaking big chunk runs, 56-yard run, 27-yard run, 31-yard run, all within his last four to five weeks. Um, and I think – I don't think that that, that, that stops here. You know, I, I like the 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 um, the, re- re- the rush attempts – that number is 19 and a half. You actually can get it at plus money. It's uh, well, it's even. Um, so plus yeah. 100. And uh, like I said, the rushing yard is 88 and a half. You know, I, I just think that, you know, like I said, the 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 Saints defense is not necessarily the the worst rush defense. I'm looking back through the game logs, and it looks like only uh, Chubba Herbert two weeks ago when they played against the Carolina Panthers were, you know, was only the, the only running back that to even kind of go close. But I do think that when I'm looking at you know, th- this is what did it for me. When I'm looking at the Rams, they're not really split that backfield much at all. So mm-hmm. Chubba Hubbard did it, you know, but he still, Miles Sanders still got 10 carries in. So, um, I, you know, I just like, I think all of these things, you know, combined, um, uh, my, my, my main man, Bijan, was able to get uh, 91 on 60, 16 carries, uh, you know, just a few weeks ago as well. Uh, I like Green Williams to be able to keep it going this week. You know, I like his rushing yards of 88 and a half, and I also like his, Rush attempts over 19 and a half. I think that he can definitely get the 20, something that he's did three times in a, three weeks in a row and for the last five weeks. And like I said, I think Sean McVay wants to continue to, you know, keep this offense explosive, keep it dynamic. And uh, real quick, I wanted, I wanted to read this one quote that I found because the Rams, <laughs> they're trying to get their offensive production uh, just a little bit more stout, specifically inside the red zone, uh, because they do rank 11th in NFL uh, in percentage in red zone uh, scoring, but they haven't been that the number is actually down to 50 percent over the last two games. So Sean McVay says uh, this was about the game last week against the against the commanders because they did only end up winning that game 28 to 20 at home. He said, we've quote, we've been pretty good in the red zone. McVay said there's been a heightened awareness, especially the last couple of weeks because of the way uh, we went right down the field on our opening drive and had to settle for a field goal. Ultimately, you want to come. You want to come away with touchdowns. I've got to be better at play calling. And, and you, you talked about how, you know giving him his flowers, you know, for how much you like the guy. I'm right there with you. I think Sean McVay is one of the more brilliant minds in the NFL. So um, if he's telling me that you know he has to be better at play calling, even though I see this Rams team scoring left and right, uh, I'm thinking that it, you know it means a little bit more for some of these uh, you know guys in these um, these these big roles for this offense. So. I like this Rams offense a lot this week, and uh, I like Kareem Williams over his rush attempts and over his rushing yards here. 
Yeah, I'm in the same boat as you here. I think I, I played the over on his rush attempts at 19 and a half. And like you mentioned, it's at even money. Um, I'm expecting this game to be a game where the Rams are going to be playing from ahead. And when you kind of get into that fourth quarter where you're trying to melt the clock and get those first downs, I think that's where those rush attempts really are going to add up for Kyron Williams to get over this number of 19 and a half. And, but like you mentioned, Chris, that over the past several weeks and ever since he has returned from that injury for the uh, Los Angeles Rams, he's had 20 or more attempts in three out of the last four weeks, including three straight weeks. And and you rattle off the numbers. I'm not going to regurgitate everything, but the rushing yards have been there for him as well. He's only played in 10 games this season, Chris, and he's number four in the entire league as far as rushing yards, um, total rushing yards. And he's up there with Christian McCaffrey, who has close to 1,300. James Cook at 968 and Raheem Mostert at 966. Kyron Williams at 953 in just 10 games. So let's just say he played maybe two more games. He'd probably be at minimum at number two in, in rushing yards per game. And if he played in all 14, he may be leading the league for sure uh, in rushing yards, um, you know, total rushing yards uh, for the season. So I think, like I mentioned, what we talked about, like uh, we said at the top of the show, is that the Rams finally have their horses and their ducks in a row here that everybody's healthy. You have a a, a prolific running game with Williams and also your passing attack as well. So uh, I took the rush attempts over 19 and a half, so I couldn't talk you off of that either. So definitely I'm uh, uh, agreeing or I'm a uh, – Excited that we agree on on this prop here. All right, so that is three player props each uh, for um, the Thursday night football card. Chris, any honorable mentions you want to throw out before we get to touchdown scores? Um, I, I, I'll throw out. I, so I was looking at. Um, I'll throw out an honorable mention for an anytime touchdown score. Let's let, let's say that. Okay. Because uh, I was looking at a guy that probably won't make my probably won't end up you know making the card, but um, I thought had uh, some pretty good potential and and some really good odds to be able to kind of crack the end zone here. All right, so let's get into our touchdown scores here. Uh, I'll lead it off here. So the first one that really stuck out to me is. Um, Rams defense and special teams to find the end zone here. And we talk about Derek Carr. There is number one, that all possibility that obviously he throws a pick six and um, the fear that he's going to have that Aaron Donald is tracking him down, that this could be a strip sack fumble uh, type of situation for uh, Derek Carr. Um so that was one that stuck out to me. If you want to go first touchdown, that's at 25 to one for the Rams defense. But anytime touchdown, it kind of tells you for that Rams defense and special teams is at plus 550. So that kind of tells you where the books are thinking here. So I do like that. Uh, I'm going to double down on my guy, uh, Tyler Higby, plus 290 uh, to find the end zone here. Like we mentioned, since week 10, um, the Saints have been given up the most targets, yards, and receptions uh, to that tight end position. So I think there's an opportunity for him to find the end zone here at plus 290. Um, and I'll throw out one here for the uh, New Orleans Saints here. Um, so it seems like they're really relying on their tight end rotation here. Um, I was on a mothership show this morning, and Sean gave out uh, Jimmy Graham at plus 550. 
Um, he scored a touchdown, I think, in three straight weeks for this Ram. Sorry for the Saints team. Um, Jawan Johnson is someone that does intrigue me as well. Five to one. He's been also involved in the red zone and also in the passing game for the New Orleans Saints. So at five to one, I went a little deeper this week. Um, Cooper Cup, if you're getting him at plus odds, it's something similar to Corlin Sutton. That if you see a guy like that at plus odds, definitely going to take that as well. Pukunuku is at plus one thirty as well. So um, Cooper Cup plus one twenty five. Rams uh defense slash special teams plus five fifty. Uh Juwan Johnson five to one, then Tyler Higby plus two ninety is the ones I really do like here, Chris. Yeah, so you took a couple of my playbook, um, you know, which is great because I love the alignment. But uh Higby, I like I like Higby. Um, of course, like you said, Cooper Cup, whenever you see him at plus money, especially in a home game, um, I think you have to and I think it's just because we kind of talked about that, you know, Ben but don't break Saints defense. They they're not giving up a lot of points in this spot. Uh, but I do think that the Ram, the way the Rams offense has been playing, you know, he should be able to score. So Cooper Cup uh, plus 125 is the best odds I see here. Um, I think if you want to go a little bit spicier, you know, on the Saints side, of course, of course, you look at Alvin Kamara. Kamara, you know, yeah. pretty much has more touchdowns than anybody on his team. And you can actually get him at plus money, too. I, I want to say Alvin Kamara I saw at plus 115. Um, so, you know, as long as you're getting plus money on a guy like him, that's going to have a ball in his hand. So, so much between running and receiving, I don't think you can go wrong there. Um, but I also like, I think the, the long shot here, you know, is, uh, Tyson Hill plus two thirty for, for Tyson Hill to get in the red zone. This dude has four, uh, rushing touchdowns on the season and he's going to continue to, you know, kind of, um, you know, keep this playbook uh, a little bit off balance and, and keep that defense off balance. So I think Tyson Hill could potentially find the end zone here. Uh, wouldn't surprise me at all. Him, Alvin Kamara, um, like you said, uh, I, I think um, Cooper Cup, just because uh, it feels like they're kind of putting the streak together here, you know, <laughs> so I don't want to get in front of that. Uh, so if I can get him at plus money, maybe the books know something, I don't know, but that one uh, feel, feels really good. And uh, can't play Kyron Williams in this spot at all because the best odds I see is minus 200. So those are the top guys that I like in this one as well. Yeah, definitely some alignment there. Uh, Kyron Williams at uh, minus 215 for any time touchdown, and then two for him to score two touchdowns. I saw that plus 240 this morning. That's now down to plus 235. So usually you see a guy um, for him to get or a guy to get one touchdown is around plus 235, but for Kyron Williams at plus 235. So that kind of tells you what the books are thinking here. Um, yeah, Pat asking if you have any opinion on Pokenakua's under receptions. Um, what's that number at? I think I saw it at five and a half when I was looking at the props. Um, I think my only pushback, yeah, yeah, I think my only pushback or the argument for the under or for the over would be is that him and Cooper Cup are getting one and one a like the targets and Nakua has been really good about making the most uh with his um receptions um and i think that when we talk about like this game script that if we don't think that stafford's going to be throwing the football a lot like you can see a world where he ends up with four to five receptions um, and it gets under that total right now of five and a half receptions for Pokunakua. So for me, I personally feel like this number is a little bit spot on. Um, 
I couldn't talk if uh, talk you off of the under though. Uh, Chris, any thoughts on Pokenaku was under five and a half receptions? I, I think it's uh, from a game perspective, it's exactly what you said. You know, like um, you know, just because the Saints control the clock so much, like you you don't want to get into you know where you're like, man, like I really need this uh, you know Rams offense back on the field. So um, I would agree. I think uh, just looking at his game log, he's gone under in seven straight weeks. Uh, so he. You know, five seems to be spot on because he doesn't have more than five. But last four games, he has four more. So, so the books, you know, slide it to to minus one thirty on the under uh, and plus one twenty on the over. Um, like you said, Higby being out there, uh, the relation, the, the dynamic that feels like is coming back between uh, you know Stafford and Cup. I think I think the number's spot on. I don't really see an edge either way. You know, now at the beginning of the season, before Cooper Cup came back, when he had ten receptions and fifteen. And nine and seven, absolutely. But since then, I mean, he only has one one game where he has eight receptions. Um, and the targets, you know, he catching the, he's catching the ball. The targets haven't really uh, been double digits either. So uh, I do think this one is pretty spot on. Don't let me talk you off, but I think it's spot on. Yeah, I think I think the number is spot on as well. So I mean, I I could see it going honestly either way. Uh, all right, Chris, let's get into our best bets here, and then we'll put together our prize picks entry uh, for the Thursday night football game. You want to leave us off with your best bet? Yeah, I think um, I really, really love Stafford to to throw two touchdowns in this spot. You know, two two or more touchdowns in this spot. But I think I think my favorite one actually might be Alvin Kamara over those thirty and a half uh, receiving yards because I do feel like game script they're gonna be playing from behind. And Kamara, this is something that Kamara does religiously all the time yeah. anyway. And uh, without Olave, you know, being in potentially not being in this one, like I say, he's upgraded to limited in practice. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's your, you know, most dynamic uh, playmaker on the offensive end. So I, I think Derek Carr, you know, checkdowns to him. Um, I think, uh, you know, trying to get him on some well routes, especially when they see him potentially lined up on a, on a linebacker that he's, you know, much faster than and capable of running pass and uh, a couple screen plays as well. So give me, give me, uh, and I already talked about the targets uh, and, and this guy can catch the ball. We know that already. So give me, yep. Give me uh, give me Alvin Kamara on the road, uh, you know, in a spot where I feel like they're gonna be playing from behind to, to go over his receiving yards here, you know, best bet. Yeah, love it, man. Um, all right, my best bet, I am gonna go. Man, I really like them all, which means I'm probably gonna go end up going over for three. Uh <laughs> me too, me love the time. Give me uh you know what? Let's go Tyler Higby over 23 and a half receiving yards. I think that number is a little bit conservative, especially we talked about the numbers are backing it up since week 10. Um, the tight end position, the Saints have given up the most targets, receptions, and receiving yards uh, in that span. So I think this might be a good look here for Tyler Higby. And if he does get four targets here, three catches, I definitely think that he can get over this number of 23 and a half receiving yards. So that'll be my best bet uh, for the Thursday night football uh, card for week 16. Um, Chris has put together our prize picks entry for the Thursday night football game between the Saints and the Rams. Again, go to prizepicks.com. Make sure you use our promo code um sgpn you'll get a first deposit match of up to 100 dollars uh but only if you use that promo code sgpn all right um so for our prize picks entry let's start here with um i think we got to put steps no stafford's but passing touchdowns aren't in there because we both agreed on that so i'll leave that one to the side where is all right we'll go karn williams rush attempts higher or sorry more than 19 and a half i think we both like that yeah. um 
Chris, what was the other ones that you liked on your card? Uh, I like it. Let, let's go. Let's go your Higby route. Uh, you know, let's take there? his. Uh, yeah, let's take his uh, receiving yards over. And then I really like Kamara uh, receiving yards as well. I think um, you know it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a pretty good offensive game um, on both sides of the ball. I think uh, with with St. Louis having well, I'm sorry with um, with the the uh, the Saints having to uh, play from behind and you know having to play a little bit faster and score you know a few more points in this one as well. You know, the funny part is, Chris, that you keep on saying St. Louis. Last week, I was doing the same thing with the Raiders. I kept on saying, I think I kept on saying Los Angeles Raiders, or I said, I kept on saying Oakland Raiders for whatever reason, instead of Vegas Raiders. But, um, I mean, yeah, that kind of tells you, you know, how, 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 I don't want to say old we are, but how... Uh, we are old. Yeah, we're old, you know. <laughs> we're old, but also... We're watching like, these sports for a while. Yeah. Um, but it just kind of tells you, like, you know, these teams ro- re- relocating and stuff and things like that. But, um, all right. So just to recap our prize picks entry here, we're going to go with, uh, Mr. Kyron Williams, uh, more than 19 and a half rush attempts. We'll go Alvin Kamara more than, I see the number of 24 and a half for his receiving yards, uh, for Alvin, uh, Kamara. And then we'll go Tyler Higby more than 23 and a half receiving yards. That hundred dollar entry, We'll get you four hundred dollars on the power play, which you must go three for three. Which uh, hopefully we do go three for three and able to put some money in your guys' pockets. Again, go to prizepicks.com. Make sure you use that promo code SGPN. You'll get a one hundred percent deposit bonus of up to one hundred dollars. All right, that is going to wrap it up for this edition of the NFL. Uh, sorry for the NFL propcast for the Thursday night football game between the Saints and the Rams. Um, Chuk72 pointing out he still says uh, San Diego for the Chargers. Yeah, man, I, I said I, it. I said me too. Yeah, <laughs> the Danny and Thomas, yeah, all that. <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely couldn't talk you off of that. Um, our, our, our friend of the show, Justin Decker, who's a huge, uh, huge Chargers fan, he still says San Diego Chargers. He has like a whole song that he sings as well. You definitely got to check it out if you haven't already. But yeah, uh, I get it for sure. Um, Chris, any, anything else, my man, before we get out of here? Nah, man. Just uh, you know, as always, definitely uh, you know, if you guys haven't leave leave the podcast a a, a good review over there, we would uh, always appreciate that. Five star, five star, five star over there. Uh, check out my work on Twitter at crispy captain two piece two ends. If you guys would like to you know follow what I'm betting, um, and uh, yeah, doing you know YouTube shows, uh, doing NBA hands in a you know a lot of different places right now, but um. Yeah, uh, definitely. You know, as always, what I always say is, uh, you know, bet responsibly and enjoy the action, man. This should be a good Thursday night game. Best of luck to everyone. Yeah, hundred percent, man. It's uh, it's been a fun season thus far, but still a long ways to go here. With a um, few weeks left here, and obviously we'll get into the playoffs and all that good stuff as well. Uh, we'll be back on Friday for the Sunday games, so look out for us then. Hopefully, it is a full house. I know it's been a minute since both. Uh, Rod and Chris and myself have all been on the show together, just some scheduling things, but uh, hopefully we can make it on Friday. So uh, look out for us then. Uh, you can follow me on X at SportsNerd824. More importantly, make sure you subscribe to the NFL Gambling Podcast YouTube channel um, for all things happening on the NFL Gambling Podcast, not just the podcast, but all the other shows that we do as well. All right, we'll talk to you guys on Friday. Till then, good luck with your bets. Let's break these books off and let it ride.